Hey, Rich and Genevieve. Hope the earlier part of your season is going well. Just curious how the limb replacement went on Genevieve's crossbow. I'm about ready to do mine on my 360 TD. And um, just was wondering if you guys were going to put out a video on that anytime soon. Much appreciated. Anyway, take care. That was a message from friend of Bungie, Paul. Thank you very much for that. Left me that message, and I can tell you in response that a limb replacement video for Bungie Jr. is underway. It is something we are putting together. It should be out in the coming week or so on the YouTube channel. Bungie Jr., doing great, already entered the 43 days of awesome with me and with Genevieve, and no shots yet but ready to take a shot when one is presented. If you want to leave a message for us on deathbybungie.com, go there and check out the voicemail feature, or you can use the contact form and send us an email. Maybe I'll use it in a podcast down the road, but I always appreciate feedback from friends of Bungie. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Death by Bungie podcast, talking with Bungie. This is another podcast about the Raven, about the Raven Crossbow Company, R-A-V-I-N. Not a big fan of that name. I guess they've got some reasons behind it. I've listened to the podcast, and I understand where it comes from. It does have a deeper meaning to them, and that's great. But to me, I think Raven, R-A-V-E-N, is an awesome name for Crossbow because I think Ravens are extremely cool animals. I'm getting on a tangent already. I just started this podcast, and already my coffee is taking over. My iced coffee is telling me what to say. It's speaking for me, and I'm not even sticking to the script that I wrote out ahead of time. I don't have a script. I have bullet points, various ideas I want to talk about. What's prompting this video is not the name Raven. Okay, I've been a little bit of a critic over the years of Raven because I don't like the marketing campaign really that meet your next rifle and referring to arrows as bullets, all that sort of thing. I think that that gives new crossbow hunters who might be coming into the fold from rifle hunting the wrong idea about crossbow hunting. The wrong idea. It might send them down the wrong path and they might be severely disappointed when they find out that crossbows are in fact not rifles. I hate to break it to you folks, but they are more akin to archery equipment than they are rifles. They aren't even shotguns, you understand? Our methods of killing when we are afield with a crossbow are still through cutting, still through blood loss. That's what's going to get it done. Not concussive force like you might get out of a rifle. So I've been critical of that over the years. And I've been critical here recently because Raven's just not getting it done. There's a lot of good here. I'm going to say some good things about Raven, okay? I try to be upbeat on Death by Bungie. I try to be positive. It's hard for me this year having had limbs break on a crossbow, right? Not on Bungie, don't worry. The OB is just fine as you know. But if you've been following those stories, that limb story as it develops, we have had limb breakage hit us here in the kingdom of Bungie. And I'm not happy about that. I don't think anybody should be happy about it. I don't think anybody should be accepting of it as though it's something that's an inevitable consequence of being a crossbow hunter. But Raven really dropped the ball this year. They got some problems and I'm going to talk about it. You already know what they are. This year, Raven made a very 
strategic, and daring. A very bold move, I would say. They decided to cease production of their popular models like the R10, R26, R29, R blah, 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 all these different numbers. All these different crossbows that they have built their brand's reputation on, they ceased production of those various models, and they did so with the understanding that they would be making two new models, the R18, the R18, which is 18 inches long. Can you believe that? Bungie is 36 inches wide. Bungie, the original crossbow for Death by Bungie, the original Bungie, is twice as wide as this new crossbow from Raven is long. I can tell you, big guy, long arms, I'm not interested in shooting an 18-inch long crossbow. That doesn't interest me at all. But it's impressive, and it's interesting, and we'll see where it goes. It's very small, very compact, very narrow as well. They also announced, however, and the one I've been touting and complimenting them on was reaching the 500 feet per second mark. This is an important thing to me because archery, when I started 12 years ago or so hunting with bungee, hunting with a crossbow here in northeastern Pennsylvania in the kingdom of bungee, 500 feet per second was a dream, a pipe dream, and it was very, it had been made very clear to me that it was not achievable. People were telling me, plain and simple, you cannot shoot an arrow 500 feet per second. It cannot be done. Around that time, they reached 400 feet per second on a couple of different brands around the time when I started over a decade ago. And at that time, I remember having conversations with folks who were saying, look, I heard 400 feet per second was not achievable. It was not possible. I'm really surprised they were able to do it. And now here we are at 500. I can tell you, probably five years ago, I listened to a podcast interviewing people from Raven who admitted at that time and sort of announced at that time that they had a prototype shooting 500 feet per second. So they've been doing this for a while. They have run into a lot of different problems. I don't have any insider information for you as to why this 500 feet per second crossbow is not on the market now. They announced it in March or April. I did videos on it. It was awesome. I was excited about it. I have no intention, ever did I have, have any intention of buying one of these crossbows. People misunderstood me. I can be excited about a new product and proud of a company for putting that product out without wanting to buy one of them. Number one, I wouldn't spend that much for a crossbow. It's three, over $3,000 for this thing when it is eventually released. Actually, right now you can't even buy one. So there's no price associated with it. Secondly, at this juncture, it is a brand new crossbow. And I'm a tried, true, and tested kind of guy. I don't buy a new version of anything. I don't buy the first version of anything. I'll let someone else be the guinea pig on that crossbow before I would even entertain buying one, right? Very happy with the Deathstalker 420. That's a crossbow that's been on the market. In fact, I think this is the last year they sold them. Right. So that I'm getting it after everyone else had tested it and all the bugs have been worked out. If any, we would know that by now. It is a tested model. Very similarly, way back in the day, I bought an Excalibur Axiom. I bought one of the last ones made with an aluminum rail. I love that crossbow, the original Bungie. Still today, just coming off a big bear hunt in Maine, killed its first bear. What a great crossbow. I like tried, true, and tested. Eventually, the 500 feet per second model probably will be there. And still hats off to Raven. If they ever get this to market, hats off to them for doing so. 
the website for Raven says this is for sale, right? My local shop that carries Raven, I've been speaking with them about this. Hey, what's going on with that? Oh, next week. Oh, two weeks from now. Oh, next month. Oh, we heard by the end of September. And here we are in the middle of October and yet no R500. It is not out there. The Bass Pro Shops, my buddy Scott contacted me and said his Bass Pro Shops that he got in the mail has one, has a good price on it, a couple hundred bucks cheaper than what you would get on the website. Wow, pretty cool. You go on their websites, however, for Cabela's and Bass Pro Shops, they don't even show this crossbow. Now, Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's, by the way, are the same thing. But they don't even show that at this time, or at least at the time that I crafted up my little notes here. Amazon does not show. Now, I'm just going to do a real quick search. I'm on my phone here. And I'm going to do a real quick search. I am on Amazon. And I'm going to type in Raven R500. <gasps> and no, nothing. It is not on Amazon.com. I will go to my Cabela's or Bass Pro app, whichever one comes up first. Happens to be Bass Pro. They're the same thing, but I'm going to sign in with my password that is also the same between my Cabela's app and my Bass Pro app. And... You know, I grew up a Bass Pro kind of guy because I did a lot of fishing. So I like Bass Pro shops. But I always had the Cabela's catalogs, too. I don't know if you remember way back when I was a kid, Bass Pro catalogs, you get them, and they're all nice in color. Color pictures of rubber worms and all that good stuff. Lots of great pictures. And then you get your Cabela's catalog and had all kinds of great stuff in it, but it was like drawings. Remember that? It was weird. Like, why do I want drawings of stuff? So I am on there. I typed in R500. For the Bass Pro, nothing came up there. Let's add a Ravine to that search query. And R500 Raven, you can get an R10, an R20, R26, R29, blah, 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 blah. You can get all kinds of good stuff. And nothing on the R500. Not available. So I'll get rid of those apps, go back to my little bullet points. This is fastest crossbow out there. Not available, right? Kind of funny because if you go on Scorpid's website, they are they announced that the the Aquilus Aquilus their fastest crossbow is the second fastest crossbow. That's truth in advertising, but really, if the Raven is not out, shouldn't they consider their 480 feet per second crossbow? Man, that's fast. Shouldn't they consider that crossbow the fastest one? That should take the cake, right? That should get the trophy. I'm not looking to upgrade, 100%. Don't want you getting the wrong idea here. Not doing it. Not going to do it. Happy with the 420 for the time being. Maybe down the road we look to upgrade to a different model of crossbow. We'll see where that goes. But right now, I'm still interested in this, but I'm really interested in this as a crossbow hunter, as a guy who deals in crossbow information, right? I do videos about crossbows. I hunt with a crossbow. I need to know a lot about crossbows. And I try to know a little bit about the different types of crossbows that are out there. And looking at the Raven R500, again, a milestone, that's the reason I'm following this. I just want to make sure everybody's aware, not looking for a new crossbow here, nothing like that. So while they are floundering here, while they are having these issues, getting this to market, I don't have any insider information. Perhaps it's because of a shortage of rosin to make the limbs with, parts from overseas, embargoes, COVID, can't keep the place staffed. I've heard that they can't get the knocks to stay from, keep from breaking. I can tell you from my experience, even with the, 
with the Scorpid Death Stalker. We broke a knock at the third ever Death by Bungie meet and greet. How do you break a knock? How does that happen? Knocks are been around as long as crossbows, right? You should have that figured out by now. They should have that figured out. But I've heard all kinds of different things. Whatever the reason it is, I wish Raven the best, and I hope they come out with this crossbow sooner rather than later. I want to talk about just a little list I made up of things I know about Raven that I've collected over the years, things that I think make Raven an exceptional company. I'm not saying Raven is the best, but I try to be optimistic and upbeat on Death by Bungie. We should celebrate that Raven. I remember when I was at the Great American Outdoor Show years and years and years ago with friend of Bungie, Alex. He's the fellow that gave me the, the main hunter arrows that we used to kill the bear, a Russian arrow, right? He has his own YouTube channel. I've mentioned him before. But he pointed out to me the Raven booth, right? Wanted to show me this and show me how there was no rail. It's a railless design. They were the first ones to come out with this, I think. They're the ones who came out with a railless design. The string does not rub against the rail. It's supposed to be better for your string life, although people complain about Raven strings. But nonetheless, you don't have that friction along the rail, like pretty much every other crossbow manufacturer. It also increases the speed a little bit because there's not that resistance. There isn't that friction. They came out with new cams and new technology, like 360 degree helical cams. It's like almost 360 degree rotation. I think the 340 degree cam rotation. That's achieving higher speeds through technology, right? I've been critical also of uh, recurve crossbows like the Excalibur, where they can only generate faster speeds pretty much by increasing draw weight, right? You can increase draw weight, which isn't favorable because you're putting more stress on limbs and they start breaking, right? I don't like that. I don't like broken limbs. I don't know if you knew that. But you can increase the draw length, the power stroke, but what that does puts more stress on those limbs, again, increasing breakages. You can lighten up your arrows, I don't think shooting a lighter arrow, especially if you're increasing the draw weight, is advisable, right? So I'm critical of that because they aren't, that's not new technology. It would be new technology if you came out with a new limb design, recurve or otherwise, that didn't break. That would be an improvement in technology. I would like that, okay? But Raven and some of the other compound bow manufacturers, like Scorpid, for example, flipping everything around, doing reverse draw, reverse limb, that sort of thing. That is a design improvement, a technological improvement to give you a faster speed. I like that. So I pat these companies on the back when they do that. More rotation on your cams, designing different types of cams. Good for you. I like that. 5,000 shots without a failure. That's another thing I'm going to put, put on my little list of talking points here. Raven, in a couple of the podcasts I've listened to over the years, reminds us, and other manufacturers might have something like this as well. It wouldn't surprise me one bit, but they will not release a prototype to the market and sell it until it gets 5,000 shots without a failure. They're doing that with the R500. Perhaps the reason it's not released is because they cannot get that prototype to shoot 5,000 shots without a a failure. That includes the string. Can you believe that? Now, I almost find that hard to believe. Reading what I read about 
Raven strings. People complain. That's one of the chief complaints about Raven crossbows. I've never owned one. I've shot them. That wouldn't be my chief complaint, but I think that a lot of people that complain about the crossbows complain about the string wear, the fact that the strings don't last. That's a, an issue. I get that. But 5,000 shots without a failure speaks well of a company that is going to invest that time and energy and that commitment into their product before they release it to market. They're not going to let you do the 5,000 shots, you understand? And I think that's impressive. Raven also gets high marks in my book. And maybe this is a negative too. I don't like this, but it is impressive that they were the first. If you like cranks for your crossbows, I do not. But they were the first to offer a crank to decock the crossbow. That's a big deal, right? Because if you have a crossbow that you have to crank, decocking becomes something you can do with a crank. And it's very common now, but they were the first to offer that. Now, you have to crank your Raven crossbows. They weigh too much draw weight to allow for cocking by hand. But they're the first ones to sell crossbows with cranks across all their models. From my perspective, personally, that almost is a bad thing. I almost think that they're responsible for ruining crossbow hunting. <laughs> I dislike cranks so much that I mean, I mean, you got to understand, I'm, I'm coming from over a decade of hunting with a rope-cocked crossbow that I can cock by hand without a rope even, right? There's trade-offs. There's drawbacks with that. I'm only shooting 305 feet per second on the absolute peak. But I think cranks are a step in the wrong direction, personally. But it is the direction that crossbows are going in. Obviously, every crossbow out there now needs a crank pretty much. So they kind of get the credit for that, for being the first, or they get the blame, depending on your perspective. And don't take for a minute that this means you should go out and get a crossbow that doesn't require a crank. That's not what I'm saying. But I do remember the days of non, when I started hunting with a crossbow, cranks were for handicapped people and children. That's it. And now they're so commonplace that everybody's got a crank, right? There's a few that you can rope cock, like the missions and the, the lower draw weights, like the, the scorpids, that sort of thing. But it is what it is. They offered the cranks. They were the first to offer the cranks for all models. 10 to 12-pound cocking effort. That does save your back. It's way better than 175-pound draw, right? I get that. They also designed crossbows with a shorter power stroke. I think they're string on some of these ravens is like nine inches long is all. But that shorter power stroke gives you access to a shorter crossbow. So yes, even though they're not all 18 inches long, they're still shorter than my 39 and a half inch long bungee, which by the way, I put a bigger stirrup on bungee recently, the oversized stirrup from Excalibur. So now bungee is about 40 inches long. <laughs> almost three and a half feet long. Can you believe that? But that shorter power stroke does allow you to have a shorter crossbow. So maneuverability, that's pretty awesome. They only make fast crossbows. And I think that's pretty impressive, right? They are leading the pack in terms of speed. If speed is a feature that people want, Raven gets credit for being one of the companies or the company that has kept pushing the envelope, kept the other companies 
pushing forward. If Raven never put out any crossbows ever, do you think Excalibur and other companies would be trying to make 430, 450 feet per second crossbows? Now, probably they would still be doing it, but the emphasis would not be there. The urgency would not be there if it weren't for competition. Competition. Competition is what rules the day. It benefits us so much as consumers. Right now, we're kind of in that spot where the competition for faster crossbows has led us to where we are. Now we've got limb breakages left and right. Well, guess what? Competition, competition will force these companies to create crossbows that reach these speeds without limb breakages. That assumes that we as consumers don't find limb breakages to be acceptable. If we stop supporting companies that are putting out broken crossbows, then they will have to evolve. They will have to progress. If we find broken limbs to become acceptable, then we get what we deserve. Now, don't we? We get crossbows that we have to replace limbs on every season. Great. So, but the market, I think over time, honest consumers will force these companies to put out quality products. That's how it works. It works based on brand reputation. Some other good stuff on Raven, three inches to four inch groups at 100 yards. Is that rifle quality? It's not competition rifle quality. I get that. But that's really, they were the first ones to be talking about three inch groups or four inch groups or any kind of groups at 100 yards, okay? That's insane. I can tell you right now, I have evolved a little bit. I've taken longer shots these last two seasons. You saw me kill a doe at 40 yards with Genevieve's crossbow with Bungie Jr. Didn't have any trouble doing that. Would take that shot again under those circumstances, day in, day out with that crossbow. Shot a woodchuck at 50 yards this year with a newer, faster crossbow, the Deathstalker 420, Bungie the third killed a woodchuck this summer at 50 yards. And that broadhead, I got to tell you, went exactly where I wanted it to go. It was perfection. Crossbow perfection. The original bungee, right? The bungeonator. <laughs> For reasons that were set forth in that video, bungee accompanied Genevieve and I to the third ever Death by Bungie meet and greet. Bungie with a 577 grain arrow setup, killed a boar with a pass-through with a three-inch cutting diameter Swahacker broadhead at 40 yards. Outside of the confines of a meet-and-greet, a fenced hunt, a hunt behind a fence, very large fenced area, but nonetheless a place where I knew I would get a second shot if need be. I would not take that shot with that crossbow in the free world, so to speak. But man, what a shot that was. <laughs> it really was. So I am more open to these longer shots. Now I get that. But I can also tell you, personally, as I evolve and continue to evolve as a crossbow hunter, and I don't want you to think that there's any harm in doing that. I get comments every once in a while on YouTube suggesting that I don't know what I'm talking about because of that. Holy cow, if you know it all and you don't evolve in any area of life, Man, are you missing out. If you think you've got anything in this world figured out and that evolution is beyond you, 
it's beneath you for some reason. I feel sorry for you. Wow. If I went through my whole life and only killed deer with a rage crossbow hypodermic, yeah, that's pretty cool. I wouldn't have gotten there, however, if I didn't evolve from the fixed blades that I was using, from the mechanical X-Act, the smaller diameter broadheads. But I wouldn't have experienced and enjoyed the three-inch Swahacker either if I hadn't evolved and been open-minded about new, tried, true, and tested. That broad had been around for 10 years or so. But try, true, and test a technology, give it a try. That's what meet and greets are for, is for the testing of new technology. Wow, did it perform. And look what it did in my bear hunt. Bungie and I took home a bear with a bad shot, not Bungie's fault. It was all my fault, right? I take responsibility for that. That's not the crossbow. If anything, the equipment saved the day. Bungie putting that heavy main hunter arrow through that bear with a three inch cutting diameter. You put a small cutting diameter through the guts of that bear on that bad shot. And Bungie and I would not be eating bear. We would not be rendering bear fat for cast iron cooking. We would not be providing my daughter Genevieve in her taxidermy career with her first bear hide to mount. I would not sit in my TV room a year from now enjoying my black bear mount and all the memories associated with it. I would not have that, but for that equipment. I needed that three inches. I needed it. A one inch cutting diameter broadhead would have been two inches too small for that job. But that, I'm not saying that you should use these broadheads. I'm not saying that. I'm saying you need to evolve. You need to be a thinking human being, a thinking crossbow hunter who evaluates all of this different information and then take from it and assimilate that into your crossbow hunting method. That's what you should be doing. All of these great things I'm telling you about Raven, does three inch groups or four inch groups at 100 yards mean anything to me? Kind of impressive. Doesn't make me want to shoot that far. But I can tell you, at those speeds, they have more kinetic energy and more momentum at 100 yards than my 300 feet per second crossbow, the old bungee, does at 20. Blows the doors off of it. The other thing I'll say about Raven is, and this, is, this goes both ways. A lot of the stuff we talk about trade-offs, I talk about trade-offs. There's good and bad, right? There's a yin and yang to everything I'm saying here. And it's up to you to decide what's the yin for you and what's the yang for you. What's the good or what's the bad? Raven requires you to use Raven products. You have to use a Raven arrow, right? You have to use their knocks. So that does limit your options. You're not going to have the big old 577 grain spinal tap set up for your Raven without violating your warranty, probably, right? That's between you and Raven. Now, the bad thing is it does limit your options. The good thing is, is that they've tested their equipment with 5,000 shots to make sure that their arrows are going to fly. Their strings are going to work. Their equipment should be working. If you use it as they, as a, a manufacturer, have suggested and recommended, it should last you. For a lot of shots, maybe not 5,000, but it should last an awful long time. It should do the job well. 
I think that's a beautiful thing. 2020, 2021, two really rough years for the world for lots of reasons. Okay, I don't think it's all COVID. I think it's it's half COVID and half government reaction to COVID. How about that? <laughs> it's 50-50, right? Plenty of blame to go around here. And it doesn't really matter what the reason is why Raven can't get this new crossbow to market. I am hopeful that they will, however, continue to do what they've been doing in that they've been pushing crossbow hunting forward. Where all this shakes out, what it means for the future of crossbow hunting, I don't know. But it sure is interesting, and I can't wait to find out.